Hi there. I'm Anne-Marie McQueen, editor of livehealthy.ae, and this is the livehealthy.ae podcast. Each week, we will interview leaders in the UAE's health and wellness community, and we'll explore topics you read about in our online magazine, the only one of its kind for men and women. And now it's time to meet this week's guest. So today on the Live Healthy Podcast, we have Dr. Madhya Batterji. Am I saying that correctly? Uh, she's coming to us from Jeddah in Saudi Arabia. And um, wow, she's got a real resume, uh, a real long list of accomplishments. Um, you're a certified resilience practitioner, which I think is so cool. Um, and you give workshops for personal and corporate development, um, a doctorate degree in health administration. Um, you published two books. Uh, one on breastfeeding in English and Arabic, a fading art, understanding breastfeeding in the Middle East. And uh, your second book, Redefined Your Being, a self-help book for young women. And you're also an active social entrepreneur. So you have several ventures there. And this week you wrote uh, for us on forgiveness at Live Healthy. And it was really cathartic for me editing that piece, just reading all about it, because I'm so interested in the topic. What, what drove you to talk about that? Um, okay. So just, first of all, I interrupted you when you were introducing me and you did say my name correctly. So it's Modia. My last name. (laughs) Okay. I didn't realize you were recording at that moment, but, um, um, what made me write it? To be honest, uh, personal issues. I always struggled with the concept of forgiveness because I always felt as an adolescent growing up that you know, we need to forgive, but you, you, you're like, why would I forgive someone who's hurt me? You know, what is this forgiveness? And, and, you know, in Arabic, we say, which means the forgiver is generous. Um, I know in, in Christianity, it's a huge thing to forgive and, you know, to, to have a, a, a big heart and to, you know, just forgive. And I've grown and in my adult life have seen so much I've seen friends who've been hurt lives devastated a lot of loss and there you don't want to grow up into a a vindictive miserable adult or even an elderly person and my parents are getting older Uh, my father's in his 70s my mom is almost 70 and you know I have in-laws who are elderly and you know I know a lot of older people and some of them are really bitter and it's like well haven't you forgiven you know and how can you not forgive and and I start to look at myself do I want to be a, a a bitter old person or do I want to forgive so I, I really wanted to look into forgiveness and I have this one friend who had marital problems her whole life fell apart and she kept saying I can't stand it when people tell me to forgive my ex-husband I cannot forgive I can't forgive don't tell me to forgive and I, I can relate to her. And I'm like, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't forgive him either. But then what is this forgiveness thing? So I looked into it. I did a lot of reading. I did a lot of research. Uh, I have a doctorate degree in health administration. So I'm very keen on being a scholar and really looking into the, the material. And I found that the truth of the matter is we don't understand forgiveness. forgiveness. Yes, we think wrongly think. That forgiveness means 
turning the other page and just moving forward. No, it's not. Or forgiving the person is just letting it go and um, just going back to how we were. That's not forgiveness. In my opinion, that's silly. That's <laughs> self-sabotage. You know, that's not learning. That's not developing as a person. And that's not improving community. You have a responsibility to hold people accountable for their behavior and their words. You are a responsible member of the community. So if someone hurts you, you have to make it clear. You have to call them out on it. You have to hold them accountable. And then you need to decide what you want to do in regards to your relationship with that person. That's your responsibility towards them and towards yourself. We can't allow mean people to continue to be mean because we decided to forgive due to our misunderstanding of forgiveness. So I wrote the piece and I could write forever and I could speak forever, you can tell. You know, I could go on about it because it's one issue that really bothers me. And I think people, their misunderstanding is causing a lot of depression. It's causing a lot of illness. Um, People say you get cancer from being unhappy. Um, That's not fair. And as a as a practitioner in resilience, how can I teach people to be resilient when I haven't taught them how to properly forgive? Well, and it's not possible either to just what you're saying, our belief about it. It's impossible. You, you can't do that. So you're you're either when you talk about bitter people who won't forgive. But if you're saying I forgave them, but it's impossible to forgive someone immediately. It's, so it's like it's you're not, not that they won't forgive. They can't. They don't know how. Right. So they end up being bitter. So they're hurt. So so let's take an example. A woman um, is a victim of, uh, you know, her husband cheated on her or, or married someone else or he broke her heart. Let's just take the classic example of, you know. So this woman gets divorced. Her whole life is destroyed. And she says that she forgives. But I bet you she cries herself to sleep every night. And I bet you the hurt and the loneliness and the abandonment eats at her. Like I said in my article, it's like, you know, metal that's being eaten away. It's being iodized because that's natural. Oxygen breaks up its molecules and that's what's going to happen. Nature is going to take over. It will eat you alive in that. So what do you, this woman forgiving in reality is foregoing revenge. Mm. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So that's what it is. And I think we should change the word from forgive to forego, you know? Oh, okay. <laughs> I forgo revenge, which means I admit that that person hurt me. I let them know that they hurt me. I, if it's, a, if it's a husband, for example, just for the sake of an example, frankly say, you broke my heart and I will not allow you in my household. Whatever it is you decide to say, you have to express it so that person understands that there's hurt because in order for you to heal, in order for you to forego, you have to have made it clear that a boundary was crossed and that there was harm done. And I forgo seeking revenge. I will not smash your car up. I will not light your house on fire. I will not um, seek revenge in the way that I want to. You know, I will not strangle you to death, you right. know, but I will forgo the revenge because I believe that life is fair and I believe that God is watching and everyone gets what they deserve. So it's foregoing revenge. That's what forgiveness is. 
But this is hard, right? Because when you have to say to someone, you really hurt me, what do we do all the time when people hurt us? We're like, oh, we, we, I didn't really, you know, it was never the right thing. Or people always sort of backtrack to trying to, that, how do you have that? We always, and this is unfortunate in the modern world where we always try to belittle our emotions, but that's why we're also unhappy. And that's why there's so much hate and so much hurt and so much disease. Um, because disease is basically dis-ease. We're all uneasy, and that's not fair. So let's work internally first, because that's our number one responsibility. And then if we don't, we just, you know, fester it in our children and plant those horrible seeds and give them wrong information, like, oh, just forgive and forget. Let go. Brush it under the rug. Uh, It's not going to go away if it's under the rug. It's still going to sit there. And one of our oldest stories we ever read as children was Princess and the Pea. She couldn't sleep because there was a pea in her bed. It was a teeny tiny pea, right? Mm -hmm. That's the concept of the story. It's going to be there. It's not going to go away. So in order to to help it go away, you need to pull back the mattress and say, there's a pea in my bed. You know, I can't, I know, I'm going to take it out. Um, And how do I take it out? And the thing is, is that if it's not like, you know, an ex-spouse, you can move to another city. But if it's like an in-law or a sibling, someone you 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 sort of can't get rid of or a parent, um, that's the sticky part. But if you can appease your own heart and set healthy boundaries where it's like, okay, I'm not going to allow you to speak to me that way. This is your boundary. I know it, it's painful for you, but I need to protect me. And I'm not going to take revenge. I am not going to call you names. I'm not going to mistreat you. However, I might not visit you when you want me to. I will visit you on my terms when it's convenient for my schedule. Um, I will not uh, uh, be unkind, but I'm not going to let you walk all over me. It takes a lot of internal strength to do that. And the internal strength comes from really knowing who you are. Well, I like how you wrote, sorry to interrupt, but I like how you wrote, the trick is to not feel ashamed by your need to hold on to it until it's resolved. So, right? Like everyone's in a rush and it's sort of spiritual bypassing is a term I really like hearing lately. It's just the same sort of thing. Like everyone's in a rush to get past the really hard things that happen to them. But when you say the trick is to not feel ashamed by your need to hold on to it until it's resolved. Yeah, because that's the problem. It's like, oh my God, you're still upset about that? Let it go. No, I I, I can't let it go. It's like having a, a mouthful of food. You can't just swallow it. Like if this is a rough piece for me here, I need to work on it. I need to chew and chew and chew until I'm able to swallow it. And if I can't swallow it, then I need to spit it out. You know what I'm saying? It's like physiologic, physically, we can understand our bodies, but emotionally, we have a hard time. We just want everything rushed. And we do shame each other for our um, emotional discomfort. We do say, you know, friends will say, oh, my God, you're still upset with your mother-in-law? Just let it go, you know? And it's like, you don't understand because you're not in my shoes, so don't shame me. And I shouldn't allow anyone make me like I should not be going through what I need to go through. And of course, that's a whole different story than letting it fester. So Mm -hmm. it's a fine balance between letting it fester and just sit there. And then just, I'm working on it. I'm, I'm actively trying every day not to be hateful. I'm trying every day not to be vengeful. So when this bad incident reemerges into my mind at four o'clock in the morning and wakes me up because I was mistreated by 
a person, a mother-in-law, a, a boss, a colleague, you know, that's when it comes, when everything's quiet. And then, you know, your mind's like, oh my God, how did I let that woman do that to me? Right? And that's the haunting part. So you have to work with yourself when it emerges and chew it and, and not be shamed about still struggling with it. That's okay. Take your time with the intention to forego revenge with the intention to forgive. You're not going to be good straight away. You're going to go back and forth like a wave until one day it's just going to disappear. And if we don't allow each other to do that, it's very hard to do on your own. Uh, you need the support. Do you think if you've had a really a bad situation for a trauma, for example, trauma is a part of this. Do you think you need professional help? Honestly, I'm a big fan of professional help. I, I believe in professionals. I respect professionals. Um, I don't necessarily think we all need professional help for everything. However, if you feel you're struggling, then uh, it's always best to seek professional help. Allow yourself that permission that, that, you know, just allow yourself that option that I need to ask someone professional and getting professional help doesn't have to be years. It could be one session and then select the professional. And I, I don't mean to demean anyone, but there's a big difference between a certified clinical psychologist and a coach. Mm. Um, go to the person who really has the skill to help you. Uh, you know, a life coach can help you decide on, you know, what career direction you want to go to, but a life coach might not help be able to help you with trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, trauma is a serious issue. It becomes physiological and it needs people who really know what they're doing as not to disrupt any other, you know, issues. So yeah, I do. I, I think professional help is, is excellent, is essential. And what if the person, I mean, you talked about the importance of speaking to the person that you need to forgive and telling them of what happened. What if they won't hear it? I mean, pardon? Not necessarily. And I said, I, I mentioned that the person you're forgiving doesn't even need to know that you have forgiven them. Right. But so are you saying like, if it's possible, speak to if them possible, and that will help? Because you don't want to destroy relationships mm-hmm. because of hurt, but you want to have been able to give that person the opportunity to see perspective, to have perspective. And when you, when you are able to sit and have a constructive conversation and you're able to say, you know, what you did really hurt me, it might be enlightening for you. And maybe you would realize that you really are off and you got it off. So that's giving you also an opportunity to have clarity and if not, if you're all right about what that person did to you, at least that person knows that when you cut them off and you don't answer their phones anymore and you don't want to be their friend anymore, they know why. You right. know, ghosting, I think ghosting is is okay, but you have to have tried everything else before. Right. Especially right. if that person is a family member or, you know, you have to have tried everything else before um, for yourself. And... Okay, so if you are working on some, you, Modia, are working on forgiving someone, what would, what, what do you do? How, what are your steps? Oh, gosh. Okay, so I'm not going to lie. I have been working on forgiving someone, and I have been suffering a lot with it. So I'll, I'll be honest. I have been suffering from urticaria, which is hives, because okay. the hurt is so deep that it's expressing itself in my uh, my histamines. It's it's cellular. So during quarantine, and this is something that I've been struggling with for not only a year, but it's been maybe two or three because it involved 
hurting my children. Okay. okay so someone hurt my children, mm -hmm. all three of us, you know, verbally. Yeah. And, and the, as a mom, you know, mama bear comes out and I, I wasn't ever given the opportunity to really let them know how I felt. Right. So I had to internalize that, but I do need to forgive so that I can move on. I can't hold on to that anger. So I sit with my kids, for example, and I discuss it and I discuss it with, you know, people who I trust say, am I getting this wrong? Did this person, did that person's actions really, am I, am I understanding it correctly? Because you need perspective. You need to make sure you're understanding what happened correctly. So I've been going through that for months, you know, did I hear that right? Did I see that right? Am I not misjudging this person? And then when I finally decided to, to ghost such a person, I, um, made it very clear that I will not be um, associated anymore. And I do a lot of yard sweeping. So I sweep my yard daily. Oh, I can't, I have to express the upset somehow. Okay. But then I think, okay, people are like, just forgive them. Just go hang out with them. You'll feel better. No, 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 no. If I hang out with them, I might hurt them and I'm not allowed to. So I'm not going to hang out with them. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to, um, think that I don't wish them any harm, that the harm that they've caused me is not a, an excuse for me to wish ill upon others, but I will uh, protect myself, protect my children, teach them how to respond to someone who's hurt them that they can't, then like it's an elderly person or someone that they're forced to respect. And that, you know, I, and that makes me feel good. It's like, okay, I'm going to teach my children not to be like that person. And I teach my children that when you're uh, frustrated and angry, you can't take it out on children. So you need to be aware of what you don't want to be as an adult. Right. You know, isn't that behavior unattractive? Isn't that behavior ugly? So there's a lot of self-talk. There's a lot of work. It's not easy. And it, and it can make you ill. That's why you need to exercise, maybe, you know, find a hobby, maybe gardening, maybe walking. You know, we, we have so many tools at our disposal that we need to work on and help each other and understand ourselves. But you're also teaching them how to forgive and you're teaching them that it's not easy. So that's a pretty cool process there. You're, you're teaching them not to act that way. You're teaching them how to forgive and they, you're teaching them that it's not easy and they need to take their time. And, and ultimately for my daughter, as a woman, I'm, I'm thinking she needs to learn that she needs to set boundaries that just because you're a girl doesn't mean you accept being mis mistreated mm -hmm. and you set a you set a boundary if someone hurts you verbally then you stand up for yourself you don't hurt them back and you know for the boys it's you know i know you want to throw a punch but we don't we don't do that so that's not civilized and that's not something a god-fearing person does uh, you can feel angry you can feel upset we can talk about it together as a family but we're not going to, we choose not to take action. We choose to forgo revenge. I was just going to say, I wonder if there's, there's, I don't know if anyone's studied forgiveness in men and women, but you know, when women, even, even younger women are having that more difficult time setting a boundary because we have that natural nurturing urge to make other people feel comfortable sometimes over our own comfort. So I'm wondering if there's like a, a and we have social, uh, preconceived notions about how a woman should deal with something you know men are very sensitive you know men should be allowed to cry they need to be able to set boundaries 
as well. But the expectations of women are that they have lower standards. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so as a girl, it's expected that you forgive. It's okay for a man to be angry, but it's not okay for a woman, woman to be angry. And I don't like to differentiate the, between the gender of my kids. They're all humans. And yes, I let my sons cry if they need to cry. And, you know, I let my daughter um, be angry if she needs to be angry. But the point is that we don't hurt others, even if they've hurt us. But we do set boundaries. We let it be known. And we forgo revenge. Uh, but we we do um, stand our ground for what we believe is what we deserve. So the same thing could be for a woman who's, um, or a man whose wife has mistreated him or cheated on him or whatever it is. And he can decide to forgo revenge. You know, a lot of ex-couples are violent. They seek revenge through the kids. They seek revenge with other relationships. And it's it's so sad because the home, the household is the seed of every, every society. And if in the household there's all that anger and hate, then the society is going to be full of anger and hate because those kids are just going to have kids and it's just going to keep going. So, And forgiving is so painful, especially with the misconception that we have. Mm-hmm. How do you expect a husband to forgive, uh, you know, a wife who's uh, disregarding his mean, you know, chose her career over her, her relationship with him, you know, and, and that's something that he sees as essential in his life. Like it's a priority for him and he has to forgive her, mm-hmm. even if they don't end up together for his own sake. Otherwise he'll live that life the rest of his life. He'll live in that misery the rest of his life. Well, as you wrote in your article, one helpful tip is to separate the action from the person. So, yeah, uh, I got that Mark Manson and um, that was the the difficult part. And that's why it's taken me so long with this specific situation. So personally, I felt it and I, and I, I feel like I can apply it. Others can apply it to their lives. And that's what Mark Manson says. When we, when we, when people hurt us, we see the hurt as them. But if you, if you think, for example, a mother-in-law who's nasty at Thanksgiving dinner, um, but if you if you separate her a- action and you can say, well, the action was mean, but the woman is not mean. It's the same with children. You say, okay, what you did was not smart, but you're a smart child. Because as a mom, you don't want to destroy your child's self-identity and self-confidence. So you see, the action was mean, but that doesn't make you a mean person. And then you need to look at the person and say, well, what was her background? How was her childhood? How was she treated? You know, what are the social um, expectations? What is her cultural background? How are women treated in her life and her age group? What's your educational background? You have to really size them up and make sure you're putting them in the right light to see them for what they really are, you know? And that's so much easier to forgive when you when you have perspective. You're like, oh, well, you know, she's been through a lot. She lost her parents at a young age or she was never educated. She never went to school or she's an academic and she's frustrated because she's not able to, whatever it is, you know, you could probably find a reasoning. I'm not saying a justification, but a reasoning behind a person's action. It's so much easier to forgive them, which means forgoing revenge. I want people to understand that I'm not saying forgive as in let it go and, and just keep going. No, no, I'm saying forgoing revenge, you know, don't seek revenge upon her. How about when you have think you forgiven but then you get triggered in another situation later on that maybe isn't probably as serious 
I like that saying when it's hysterical, it's historical, but like something later on and then you think, oh gosh, maybe I need to go back. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. You're not perfect. You're a human being. We're malleable. We're soft. We're, you know, we change. And I personally think that's a, that's okay. You, you're not going to be able to just forgive. It, it's like, you know, when you're a child and your mom tells you not to touch the fire, you have no idea what she's talking about until you touch the fire. Now, once you touch the fire, are you going to touch the fire again? No, because you learned that that's fire and that really hurt. And it, it burned and it took me years to heal the wound. And then I had a scar. And then, you know, and it's it, it's never going to go away. That scar is not going to go away. So that hurt from that person or anyone similar who might remind you of them or trigger. Yeah, of course, because you have a sensitive spot there. So that's normal human behavior. We need to stop shaming each other for being sensitive. Right, right. Do you have any That's famous me. forgiveness stories that you like? Oh, gosh. <laughs> any famous? famous? I always think of Jennifer Aniston. This is a very westernized example, but I love how she forgave Brad Pitt for leaving yeah, her. Because, yeah. I would, I would have forgiven Brad Pitt. I think I would have forgiven <laughs> <laughs> Who would have forgiven Brad Pitt, of course? Yeah. <laughs> no. Honestly, I, I struggle with forgiveness because I, I, I don't feel the majority of people really understand it. And I think Christianity has um, created a concept of forgiveness that's unattainable. Okay. And that's why God is so amazing because he, he truly forgives and we're not gods, we're humans. And, you know, it's like, we need to understand that it's foregoing revenge. So she, she might've forgiven him because we don't hear any stories about us, uh, you know, Jennifer, um, killing Brad Pitt <laughs> right. or hurting him, right? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, does does her heart hurt for having lost him? I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure, yeah. And you don't, you don't forget and eventually you do let go. But when you are coaching people, do you, what, what's your advice for them when they're setting out? Do you tell them this is going to take longer than you ever thought possible? <laughs> or how, how do you prepare yeah. them for the journey? Just take the time you feel you need and make sure you find a trusted person to talk to about it so that you can discuss it. And, and some of my, some of my clients um, like to discuss it, but when they go through my resilience program, we talk about different things because you can't just work on forgiveness at all. You have to work on the six domains of resilience. You have to work on your tenacity. You have to work on your collaboration. You have to work on your um, your health. You need to sleep well. You need to eat well. You need to exercise. There are six domains in, in resilience that need to be addressed. Um, it's You also have to work on your perspective. Is your perspective realistic? Are you someone who has bad internal language do you speak meanly to yourself are you mean to yourself so we in order to forgive you have to have been working on your resilience for a while and we mainly work on resilience and all of a sudden they're like you know what it's not a big deal you know I, I'm not upset about that anymore I feel so good about myself and I'm trying to work on my life that that person doesn't matter and what they did doesn't count mm -hmm. and That's I don't want to revenge anymore 
That's interesting what you said about the negative self-talk because is it harder, do you think, for some people to forgive when someone did something and then it just sort of reinforces a belief that they had about themselves? Absolutely. And that's the, that's the whole problem is that's why I keep saying, you know, let's just be kind to ourselves and really allow ourselves not to feel shame because that's what we do. And when someone, when someone hurts you, it's that they've tapped into on something that's sensitive. So for example, I'm sensitive that my mom's a foreigner, not that I'm ashamed of it, not that it's something wrong that my mom's a foreigner, but as a child growing up in the Middle East, I was sort of ashamed about it. You know, it was like, oh, your features are different because your mom's foreigner in a negative connotation. And that was a lifetime of it. And my name, for example, Modia, in my 40s, I decided to embrace it and really say to people, my name is Modia and I'd like you to call me that. No, you can't call me Moody and you can't call me Maud and you can't call me Moody. You have to call me Modia. Because if I did, if I hadn't done that, it was always that. I'm Odia, but I'm not going to really be my authentic self so that I can please your discomfort with me being half foreign. Right. 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 So the same goes with everything else. So it, you, you want to hurt me and be rude. It doesn't hurt unless I'm sensitive about it. So when people make fun of names, that hurts me because I'm sensitive about it. Right. Oh. But if people made fun of funny hands, I wouldn't be upset because I don't have funny hands. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Or a fun ears. Like you're not sensitive about your ears if you have normal ears. But if somebody makes fun of of course. So you need to get come to terms with your funny hands or your ears. You you do. You need to do that self work, right. internal work. And you need to be very frank about it. So I'm very frank about my name. And I'm very proud of my great grandmother and her in her honor. I um I carry her name. And um she died very young and um she lost all her, her her children you know she she was her children lost her at a very young age and um and in her honor i carry her name with pride and and that's just how it's going to be so if somebody has a problem with that i forgo revenge but <laughs> i don't wish any ill upon them but no thank you you uh, know i don't want to be friends you know what i'm saying yes i do and so if you're listening and you know that there's someone that you need to forgive, uh, I guess you would recommend acknowledging it and knowing that it's going to take a long time to work through it, which is probably why people don't want to do it, right? They they just, it's a big job. It's scary to be honest with yourself. We've learned so long not to address our issues, our emotions. It's, you know, just stop crying. Just get over it. And that's since we've been little that that I think that dialogue needs to change you gotta feel sad you gotta feel bummed out or you're not going to be able to feel good right it'll stay in you mm-hmm. if you let it go through you and get it out then then you're done with it but if you if you hold it it's like when you need to laugh and you hold in the laugh it gets worse and you want to laugh harder and it's not that funny but because you're not allowed to laugh it, it it gets worse yes yes you know that feeling yep yep Okay. Resilience through forgiveness. Um, I like like it. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Thank you so much. And I really love your name too. I think it's beautiful. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I'm honored to be on your podcast and I look forward to other sessions and, you know, things we can do. Yes. We look forward to you writing again. You stay safe there in Saudi. Thank you. And everybody else stay safe. Yeah. This is a pandemic. Pandemic. Okay. Thank you. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye.
that's it for this week. If you liked the podcast, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. We'll see you next time on the livehealthy.ae podcast.